What's up, everybody? Welcome back in. This is Baxter Street Boys. It's officially game week. Uh, we've been waiting all year for this. It is game week. I don't care who we're playing. We're teeing it up. We're popping pads. We're going to be in Sanford Stadium. It's going to be awesome. Um, I, I'm already just like – I'm already shaking thinking about it. We got football starting Thursday, real football starting Thursday. It's going to be it's going to be fantastic. Um, I, I was sitting in my living room here sweating out. Louisiana Tech the other night, they were losing to a team that had four passing yards in the fourth quarter. It was – I feel like I was back. I feel like I was floating. So – Glad you guys are back in here. Um, if you haven't already liked this video, and if you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, you're not a Dogs fan. I hate to pull that card, but you're not. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about everybody picking Bama. That's that's the elephant in the room. We're going to talk about it. Um, obviously, we're going to talk about the game leading up to it. What, we, what do we want to see? Who are we looking forward to seeing? All that kind of stuff. Um, and then we're going to make our classic picks, as always. So stay tuned the whole episode. Um, like I said, like the video, subscribe to the channel. Let's get into it. I know I'm asking a lot, you guys, but hunker it down one more time. Boys, boys. It's time to tool up between the hedges. Why do you have earphones in and a mic? What do you mean? This sounds better out of this. Yeah, but why, why, is your, why do you have a earpiece in? Because I have to hear, y'all. Okay. It's probably epic. Probably echo. I got you. Oh, I like the hat, though. Where'd you get that? Thanks. Uh, my, my girlfriend's parents got it for me in Mexico. Really? Yeah, I don't know they how. Have a bunch, or was it just like dog specific? I think they already only found one. I don't think they had it like made or anything, but they've just found it. It was the only one they had. That's sick. Absolutely That's electric, sick. though. My wife just left the apartment and she had the dogs. And this, I've never seen a dog more obsessed with a human being in my life. It was this dog. I'm, I'm gonna try to point my. This dog will sit at the door <laughs> till she comes back. Walt Junior. <laughs> and just be depressed as I'll get uh, out. Is that right, Flynn? He, he hates life when she leaves. It's like he doesn't know what to do. And that's like me in the offseason without Georgia football. But it's back, and I'm <laughs> ready to rock. What a, what a transition. And listen, you know, everybody got up in arms about it. I, it it kind of got under my skin a little bit. I didn't expect it to, but it did. Everybody's watching game day week zero, obviously. Um, and, you know, game day without Pollock sucks. Like, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. I love I love. Pat McAfee, I think he was a good addition, but he doesn't do it for me, filling in Pollock's role. Desmond Howard, he might be more lost than Lee Corso is. Kirk Herbstreit's <laughs> the only one holding that. Well, him, him and him – and, uh, I just went completely brain-dead. Fowler, they're, yeah. they are good. They're good at what they do. They're good at their jobs. Desmond is not – McAfee is, is an awesome entertainer. But Pollock was like the bridge. <clears throat> like he was, he was the entertainer and the football guy. I still don't get it. Anyway, they all picked Bama. And, and we're coming off an offseason where everybody's like, you know, this is the year where, you know, you're sleeping on Nick Saban. That's, that's when he does all his damage. Well, who who are we referring to at this point, I guess would be my question. Who is sleeping on Bama at this point? Yeah. I, I just I, – what I can't understand about it is, like, I don't know. I, I, I can understand it, honestly. Like, I get it. Pick Bama. Yeah. That's fine. But also, at the end of the season, don't cry when we bring it up. 
Right. I agree. Yeah. yeah. One of the one of the few people too that like I, I can't like Josh Pate had like reasons lined up. And like if that's what he thinks, like dude's great at what he does. That's totally fine. That was my whole thing is I was like, just don't pull the nobody ever said Georgia wasn't gonna win at all card. Like you can't have both. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't have a problem with you picking Alabama, like y'all said. It's it was actually the reasons, Jake, that made me kind of get pissed off. Number one, I already mentioned the first one when everybody doubts Saban. Well, clearly no one is. Um, number two, Josh Pate is great. You said it. I listened to his show. I agree with 98% of things he talks about. So his reasoning behind Alabama winning it all was their offensive line. Um, I don't know what he's basing that off of. Like, he's a big recruiting guy. He works for 247, so that makes sense. Uh, they will have a freshman starting at left tackle, a very talented freshman, keep in mind. Um, half these guys played last year, Booker, Latham. Uh, they were not good. They were not a good unit. So we're, we're completely basing this off the fact that, like, all these guys are five-star talents. Okay, that's, that's good and all. Georgia's offensive line is better than Alabama's offensive line. I don't have a problem saying that. Like, they can come at me all they want. Georgia's offensive line is better than Alabama's offensive line. So if that's your reasoning for doing it, fine. But you have you have to tell me why that unit is going to be so much better than Georgia's. Like I think even Brooks tweeted out something about it today, where he's talking about well, it don't matter what the offensive line looks like for Georgia. This is a 2019 version. If they don't change their identity, they're never going to win anything. Well, that that was proven wrong because offensive line does matter. That's the reason I sat here on this podcast last year when the entire world was picking Alabama, saying this is the best team Saban's ever had on paper. It's the most talented. I'm like, well, hold on a minute. They just went to Vanderbilt and got a plug-and-play left tackle. Like, they're not that talented on the front. They're going to get abused on the front. Sure enough, they get abused on the front all year long. They can't push anybody. They can hardly run the ball, only when Jameer Gibbs breaks one. Like, it's it was it's the same thing going into this year. I think their offensive line will be better, but I don't think that's a reason to all of a sudden propel these guys back to the top. Yep. No, that's totally fair. A lot of my uh, my, my uh, three of my playoff picks have uh, incredible line play. I had Georgia, I had to. Michigan, and uh, Penn State. I think Penn State's left tackles predict to go like yes. top five. Penn State's got NFL starters on the O line, uh, but it does matter. And like I said, if that's your if that's your rationale, like that's your reason. Like I can disagree with you, like and still just be like, okay, yeah, right. that's fine. At least you have a you have like a it's like based in reality. Like yeah, I can at least go along Agreed. with that. Agreed. And that's why I do think Alabama will be okay this year, but like they're lacking on the outside. We don't know if they're going to do a quarterback. They lost a lot on a defense that wasn't that, wasn't that good, like quite frankly. So, I mean, we'll see. Like they're going to be well coached at the top. Their coordinators aren't that great. So I don't, I don't know. I really don't know what to think of Bama. They're a complete wild card. I just think it's wild. They're like a unanimous pick to win it all. So. Yeah. No, even like, even some of my friends who are Alabama fans were like, what, like, where did this come from? Like all of it, it was literally just like this weekend. It was like, weird. Where, yeah. Where did every, where did all of this come from? Like everyone, but, uh, yeah. everyone, all you hear all the time was like, this conference realignment is going to kill parody, like all this stuff, which I still don't fully understand. Like, uh, let's be real. Coastal Carolina ain't winning it all anyway. Like the teams that yeah. can win it all are still in position to win it all. So regardless of that, Everybody's always talking about parody, parody, parody. Well, going into this year, this might be the most parody that we've seen in a long time because three of the top four teams have brand-new quarterbacks that we've never seen play before. Michigan is turning a quarterback that's not dynamic at all. I don't care about McCarthy. And, like, a lot of these teams, it's, it's, it's really wide open. Like, this year is wide open. Like, no one really knows what to expect. The thing that annoys me about 
the parody conversation. Everybody says, oh, we're going to have parody. We're going to have parody. Well, TCU made the natty last year, and all everybody did was complain about it. So, yeah. They don't actually want that. They don't actually want it. They really don't. I guess my point is when you have when you have the opportunity to back up your claims that you want parity and then in a position where you can you have like there's like nine teams you can pick to win it all and nobody's gonna like be super shocked about, but you decide to go with the team that's won like seven in the last fifteen years. Yeah. Like that's that's such like a fallback to me, just like like not going out on a limb at all. Like I would have expected it more if somebody said Penn State, even if you say Clemson at this point because they haven't been there in a while. LSU, anything like like you have that opportunity to do it, but you're just like, well, you know, I don't really know. So I'll just pick Bama. That's so soft. Yeah, so soft. I I genuinely think people are like, it's it's weird to hear media members saying like, oh well, Saban's pissed. Like you okay. have no clue. <laughs> I'm sure he was pissed last year after he lost to Tennessee and they lost another game. Like everybody's yeah. pissed. I mean, I think it's on. just a lazy. It's it's just it lazy is. analysis. It is for the most it's part. pretty. Like I said, if you have crazy. reasons, if you have reasons, like if you're like, oh, I think they have this, this, this. Okay, yeah, that's cool. That's that's your opinion. I'm not gonna sit there and argue with you. I might disagree, but yeah, like you know, if you just say like, oh, well, this is just gonna be one of those years. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's not yeah. that's not a real reason. Agreed. It's uh, just yeah. it, it feels like it, it's like like a fan, like a fan who's not like a casual. Who's just like, oh well, Saban, he's mad they didn't make the playoff last year, so they're, they're going to be good. It's like that just doesn't even make sense. Like, so what's, if what's you he going to do? Freaking sprinkle pixie dust on these guys and get them bigger and stronger or something? If you need to create a storyline for your team's motivation, then your team is probably not that motivated from the beginning. Yeah, I agree. yeah. Um, if you need if you need motivation at this point of the year, you you're, you're not right. winning anything. It's game one, right? Like. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a big bulletin board material guy anyway. Like, I understand, like, you, you, you hear about Michael Jordan making things up to, like, motivate himself, but that's in, like, like June – or not June, like, like January, the middle of the NBA, of his 15th NBA season. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got to find some kind of motivation to go to that game. But, like, we're talking about a college football season where it's 12 games, every single game matters. Like, you don't you don't need added motivation if you're a competitor. So that's where I'm saying with that. I'm kind of tired of talking about this. Before 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 we go though, before we finish this, I, I I I brought these with me. I haven't hung them up yet, but I just need to remind everybody. There's there's one. Hold on, hold on. That's not the end. <laughs> there's there's two. So no, there's... if y'all just in case y'all needed a reminder, you know, there's there's a team in the country who's won the last two national championships. Uh, so just don't forget about that. And don't cry whenever we bring it up. That's a good bridge because on Saturday, in my opinion, our reign is back-to-back champions. It, it still lives on, but, like, it's a new season, and we're trying to defend the title at this point. We're no longer reigning champs, which is fine. I, it's, it's, you know, it's gotten old at this point. It's time, it's time to start battling for a new one. Um, Dust has already settled on, on the second one. It's time to get a bright, shiny third one up on the shelf. And the first team in our way is the UT Martin what the heck are they, Golden Eagles or something? Skyhawks, maybe. Skyhawks, I think that's right. <laughs> I think that's right. UT Martin Skyhawks. Uh, listen, I, <laughs> we're not. if you're looking for, like, in-game analysis on this and stuff, uh, this is probably not your place. I do have some stats on them from last okay. year. Okay, hit, like hit us with some stats. Greg. I, 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 came, I came prepared with some stats. Just to, Love it. God did um, not. They went 7-4 in 2022, but they the went 5-0 and in the Ohio Valley Conference. Why did they play 11 games? Did you, did you look know. that up? Don't have wow. a clue. Seven and four, that. though. 
uh, losses to Boise State, Tennessee, and Kennesaw State. Uh, some some weird there. Uh, they averaged 34.73 points per game, and they uh, averaged allowing 30.09 points per game. And they also That's... had they had 2,965 yards through the air total and 1,905 yards on the ground. So pretty balanced offense last year. Balance is one word for that. Shout, shout out to their coach, by the way, because I'm pretty sure he's been there. Yeah, he's been there since 2006. Wow. That's some, uh, that's some stability. Yeah, so, like, I mean – It's a stable program, guys. We're obviously they have one. They have one in the Valley them. the past two seasons. They won it in 2021, and they won it in 2022. So these guys are winners. They so are. Plain, they're plain good. Simple, they're winners. L- they know how to listen, win. <laughs> we're playing a conference champion this week, guys. <laughs> this is a big game stop. on the schedule. And y'all say our schedule's soft. Y'all don't want to play UT Martin. Yeah, so the UT Martin, UT Martin Skyhawks are coming to town. Like I said, you know, in-game analysis, look somewhere else. That's not us, but y'all know that if y'all are here. Y'all know that. We're, we're going to talk about things you want to hear that you can talk or, talk about in the bar. Um, let's, let's, let's talk injuries real quick before we start because I saw the injury list. It's mighty long. But Kirby Smart's kind of known for that, like just throwing everybody on the injury list, scaring us all to death. And then you, but at the same time, you don't really know who's healthy either. I mean, Darnell Washington was like, you know, probable to play against Clemson, and then he didn't play for like what five weeks to start the twenty. Yeah, uh, that that drives me insane. That's how it always gets. <laughs> so we we've been hyping up Aguero. I think he's dealing with a little bit of hammy issue. I really hope he plays Saturday because that's probably the guy I'm most looking forward to. We talked about the running backs last week. Um, seems like your boy Andrew Paul's making some waves, Jake. Um, but other than that, like like Smile Mondin's questionable. I, I would assume he's playing, and some other guys. I, I don't foresee us missing like any vital pieces on Saturday. I think they will play from everything I've heard. So injuries out of the way. Let's talk guy. Let's talk ball. Um, Griff, what's the offense going to look like on Saturday? Mike Bobo's debut. Second time debut. That's pretty electric, honestly. I'm kind of excited to see what he's going to bring to the table in his second go-around as offensive coordinator. I think he learned a lot from Monken last year, and I think we come out throwing the ball a little bit. Let Carson Beck settle in, you know, get some throws in early, and then, like, you know, after he's settled and everything, he's got his first game reps as as the starter. You know, then we can start running the ball a little bit. We'll pound the rock some, obviously. That's what we always do. You know, we're built on that, but... Um, I think we're going to throw it a little bit more early than we're used to. Yeah, I think so too. I think this is going to be more like a dress rehearsal instead of like the normal, you know, get in, get out with these guys. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually going to be like, let's go through the motions a little bit. A little bit. We got some live football, you know, get everybody uh, indoctrinated, I guess. Yeah, I- I'm with y'all on that. I think, you know, we're used to seeing the starter, you know, kind of hand the ball off, throw a few deep balls early on the game and then slow game. He's kind of out by the third quarter. I think I think like y'all said, it's going to be something like you remember. I remember twenty nineteen LSU when they opened up with whoever they opened up with, and Burrow just lit them up. Like mm-hmm. like I could see. I'm not I'm not pulling a Tennessee here and acting like we're twenty nineteen LSU offense, but I could see where you know Bobo kind of wants to let Carson open it up, get some. It confidence. was Georgia Southern, by the way. Yeah, they they tore him up. <laughs> I I think they could really let Carson back, let it fly. I think you might see him in the game a little bit longer than maybe. You know, you, you as a fan feel comfortable seeing him. And I think you just let him get reps in. Like, like 
throw all the routes, make all the throws, um, and then, you know, let us see everybody else. But I, I could see Beck staying in the game a little bit longer, putting up a little more stats than people probably predicting them doing. Which so I take like. Carson Beck's over. I, I, yeah. will also, I, will, I will also say, too, don't be alarmed if the offense isn't, like, clicking on all cylinders when we walk out onto the field. Like, it's a new quarterback, guys. Like, we've had the same guy virtually almost for three years. Like, you know, Stetson has been the starter in the last three years at some point. Uh, so, I just I, – I wouldn't get too, you know, upset if the offense isn't clicking immediately. I, I don't think that it won't, but, you know – yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I'm excited to see the receivers go to work. Me too. I am really excited to watch our receivers, especially Dominic Lovett. I'm, uh, I'm a little sad that uh, Lost Lucky is uh, – I think he had, like, baby surgery. I don't think it was, like, yeah. super major. Mm-hmm. But he had, like, an ankle cleanup because I think he was a guy who could have had a big uh, a big game Saturday. It's going to have been a coming out party for him for sure. For sure. Um, defensively, yeah. like, I expect an onslaught. Like I, yeah. I expect, <laughs> I expect it to be some nasty work out there on the field. Yeah, this is where I want to see a lot of the younger guys. Like, that's that's where I'm cool with you know get the younger guys in there and kind of see how everybody everybody reacts to game speed, especially DBs and pass rushers. You talk about like offense getting off slow, and we've seen it happen. Like, we know why it got slow at the start of the 2019 season or the 2020 season. Like, mm-hmm. we know why it got started slow that game. We made the change, and then it picked up. What has never started slow under Kirby Smart is the defense coming out of the first – like, and, and we're established. Like, we, there's too many leaders on defense. When you have both your middle linebackers returning, and they they kind of – they're kind of the engine that keeps the Kirby Smart defense rolling, the middle linebackers. And so, like, last year I was kind of worried about having two new ones, but, but this year, like, like those vets coming back is huge. I don't think there's going to be much drop-off at all. And I – I'm with you. You said it last week, Jake. I think this defense is probably going to be better than last year's. Uh, if we can, if we can somehow make up as a unit Jalen Carter's production, like the secondary is going to be better. I think the middle linebackers are obviously going to be better. I think I personally think as a unit we'll be able to get to the passer better. So I'd like to see a few sacks this game. Like I'd like to see us go ahead and get the sack mm-hmm. numbers up a little bit. Yeah. You know that's going to pop up. You know it's going to pop Starks up. Starks and Bullard. Like, it's like, just yeah, people just don't. Just, Oh, you got, it, Jake. Go ahead, go ahead. you got it. You got it. You got no, it. You got it. Like the middle, you look at Starks and Bullard and like JDJ and Mond and like the middle of the defense. I think like all those guys had a whole yeah. year. All of them just got better. And I think that's why they're going to be a lot better this year. But go ahead, Griff. My bad. Yeah. I was going to say too, just like when you talk about sacks, like people always bringing that up. Like it's such like a, a dead narrative to me mm-hmm. just, that people just say just to like try to find something to pick with. You just don't know what you're talking about at that point. Like, like if, you, if you watch the game, they're literally getting the ball out instantly because they said, okay, well, we can't drop back or we're going to get we're gonna get killed. The only time we're going to put up big sack numbers is when we're facing a team that can beat us, like, solely through the air. Like, yeah. like Tennessee. Like, we're going to be we're gonna get after the pass for that game because they're going to try to beat us through the air. There's not many teams in the country that can physically do that. Some teams and are going to try. try. Right. Most they, of them won't try. They, they can't create separation. Like, you're not going to see Kentucky come out this game and just try to beat us through the air the whole time. It's just not going to happen. So, if they can't beat you through the air, like, just don't get beat anywhere else. Tennessee is like, okay, they can beat us through the air if they hit some big plays. So, let's just get after the passer and we sack them, what, 100 times. Yeah, so, it's, it's like when you have a quarterback like Hennon Hooker back there, uh, you know, he gets a little happy feet, you know, back there. He gets a little worried when he sees a defense that's not, uh, shot. That's, that's, that's not, you know, just some – 
candy ass defense out there that he's just throwing screens against. Uh, he yeah, actually has absolutely. to make some downfield throws and you know make some reads and stuff. And you know it it it's hard. I get it. Uh, so you get sacks more, you know. But not every team comes in with that kind of game plan. So. Um. I guess the biggest thing to watch on defense will be who's going to play opposite Kamari. I'm ready to see who comes out first and then, you know, who gets the most run. Uh, there's a lot of guys rotating there right now, a lot of talent. I think we're going to see that for the first few games. But, you know, I, I would really like to solidify that spot at some point in the first month. I just think about how crazy it was last year. Like, we're talking about this with quarterback. Like, last year when Michigan was literally just like, all right, we're going to play one quarterback the first game and play one the second game. And they were both playing <laughs> – they are playing just nobody's both of them. They played, like, UConn and Hawaii. In Hawaii, yeah. Is Bama yeah, going to do that? <laughs> Dude, well, I guess they can't. That's a whole different – No, they can't. They, they actually got them, can't. They got, they got Texas next week. That's I, – I'm – this is probably the wildest, like – I have no idea what they're going to do. Like, I think it's Milrow, but at the same time, like, it's something different every day. So, who knows who they're going to come out with and who knows who's going to start against Texas. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell you. They might, they might have a, a 2020 Georgia quarterback shuffle. Ooh. They really, from, really good. From Dwan Mathis to Stetson Bennett. <laughs> to JT Daniels. JT Daniels. Back and then back around well, again. Well, we went we – Stet got hurt against Florida, so we went back to Dwan. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> And then it was only after the bye week. Oh, Dwan I'll never forget that play in that Florida game. We were there. And we, he took we off. Dro- we drove there that morning yeah, and then came back, back, that, back night. that night. But I'll never forget when he just dropped back, didn't even look downfield, and just chunked <laughs> it as far as he could. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was, it was a nasty work watching some of that. He threw it pretty Dude, far, that- but – that Arkansas game was oh my oh. god! It was it was it was it was Mathis roll out as far as he can oh. go to the sideline and just miss his receiver by twenty yards. Dude, that was tough. That was it tough. was super tough. And we and we had him hyped up. Well, actually, Jamie Newman is who kicked us off that year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, oh, we're not. That was really a, a nightmare season because that defense could have been like on par with some of the other defenses if COVID hadn't screwed them up. Because like yeah. even Saban talked about that year how. It was so hard because defense is, is so specialized and, and they didn't have time to implement all their stuff. So that's why people were scoring 70 points a game that year. That that defense could have been unbelievable because Aziz is probably the best pass rusher we've had in a long time. Yeah, for sure. And, dude, that the, the Jamie Newman thing is a big what if for me. I kind of would have liked to see how that would play out. Nah, just clearly, clearly I don't I, I don't think you would have been that good or anything, but I just you know, what if? I just would love to see what would have happened. Yeah, it, it would have really sucked if we hadn't won two back-to-back national championships then, but we have. So yeah, that's that's, that's crazy that that's crazy that I that just wondered, just out of curiosity, you know. We 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 only lost two games that year. Granted, it was to Florida and Alabama, and then we won a Sugar Bowl. Like that year, I feel like we lost. Peach Bowl. I know it felt horrible. Pe- Peach Bowl. Yeah, we, we honestly played Bama Same pretty building. well. Jack Jack Pod. Yeah, Jack Pod with the fifty-eight yarder. If Stetson doesn't go down in the Florida game, we'd probably beat them too. Like yeah. Uh, and it's, uh, it, was it Mark Webb that dropped that pick six? Probably, yeah. Yes, he did. That would have cut it to seven. Who? Stokes yeah. had a pick six in that, or he somebody did. did. Who was, Stokes was it? Did. Stokes, Stokes did. did. Yeah. Anyway, dro- I, I think it was Mark Webb dropped the easiest one of his life. He, he would have walked. It, it, it was it was right at midfield. <laughs> that that one sucked. Anyway, any any more thoughts on this game on Saturday? No, I can't I, wait. We, y'all want to do some some players of the game one on offense? Players of the game. Players of the game. 
Um, I'll kick us off. Offense, I'm going to go with – I'm going to take the easiest answer of all time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I almost took Brock Bowers. But I, I'm going to do – I'm going to do the offensive line unit. I feel like they've been a little bit disrespected lately, so I'll just take the whole unit on the offensive line. And then defensively, I'm going to – Malachi Starks is going to have a pick, so I'm going to take him. All right. Uh, I'll go uh, – I'll stick with last week. I'll go Delp and uh, – let me go Raylan Wilson. Let's say Raylan Wilson Ooh. gets an interception or something. I heard he might be a little like banged that. up. I hope he plays. All right. Well, I'll tell you. I'll I'll take CJ. One of the fresh. One of the one of the fresh. Sure. Love it. Love it. I will take on offense. Dominique Lovett. I think Carson Beck and him are going to have a good connection this year. I'm excited. That would be the fans' hope. Yeah. I I I want to see him. You know, get going early and just you know I want to build that hop around him, and then let everything come after. Uh, And then on defense, I'm going to say the DB. That is across from Kamari Lasseter. Whoever it is out there, they're going to have a game. All of them. Agreed. Look at this dog. It's Dude, just, just waiting there. It's crazy. Walt Jr. is obsessed. Yeah. Uh, who's returning kicks for us this year? Is it going to be Lad? Punt? May have, or is it going to be Muse? Could be <laughs> it might be. It might be Makai Muse, yeah. Yeah, I've heard some good things about Muse. I'll be interested to see who's returning kicks. I'd love to have a kickoff return this game. That'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, I, think it'll, I, think, I think I think I think Lad will be returning in, punts. Uh, 2012. That was that was a statement, dude. I I'll never forget. We were camping. We were camping. I didn't watch the game. I I was getting updates on the radio. I was listening to the radio, and my dad had had to go home to teach Sunday school, and then he came back on Sunday afternoon. He'd watch the highlights, and I'm like, "How's Todd Gurley?" He's like, "He's really good." I was like, <laughs> "Yes, yes." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what was the next segment we had? Uh, ideal game ideal day. Game day. <laughs> ideal game day. So somebody on Twitter shout out um, asking about the ideal game day experience in Athens would be like. That's a great question. Um, to get the full experience, you got to get there on Thursday. Make a long you weekend out of it. Early. You do have to get, get there, there on Thursday. Go out Thursday night if you're going to go out because the next two days are going to be an absolute madhouse. To Cutters Pub specifically. Thursday, yeah, Thursday dollar beers at Cutters. Uh, it's go downtown Athens Thursday night. I'm just telling you, that's the best night to do it. On it game probably week. Will still yeah, be packed, go 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 on Thursday and then like go get dinner somewhere nice on Friday. Yes, yeah, Friday you can get up, you can go, you can go hit around at the UGA golf course in the morning. Ooh, um, yeah, it's a beautiful golf course. It's so hard. <laughs> um, and then it's hard. And then you know, spend the day in Athens, check out some local spots, get some jittery joes before you go to. the the, the golf outing, come back. There's a lot of good places right around five points. Just get some good places, some other spots. But hit you, hit you a restaurant. If you need some recommendations, we'll, we'll shoot you some. That's you what I what? have going into game day, though. You know what I'm going to do, actually? I'm going to post the uh, the restaurant draft that we did last year as yeah. a segment, throwback segment on yeah, YouTube. you should. Be looking out for that. And, and then Saturday, like, you got to hit the tailgates, man. But you got you got to have a buddy that has a buddy that has a tailgate. Happens. If you don't, you're missing out. Yeah. Sure, you don't. It's it's like owning a boat. Like you don't want to be the guy that has the boat. You just want to be friends with somebody yes. that has a boat. Like no it's doubt. it's the same thing with the tailgate. You don't want to host the tailgate because then you got to clean up and everything. Like I always stick around and help clean up because I'm not a scumbag. 
But if I go to the game, like I, I'm liable to not come back. Like that's part of it. The thing yeah. is, like it's just been so much, especially the last two years. We've had so many noon games. My schedule has been like wake up at like nine nine thirty, just because I've been out the night before. Wake up like the six people sleeping sleeping on my couch. Yeah, all just collectively look at each other until someone opens a beer and then and drink as much as you can before like eleven thirty and go to the game with like eight shooters <laughs> stuffed in your pocket. <laughs> As it was intended, bots creators. Um, yeah. But, yeah, then, I mean, ideally, you're probably you're looking at, a, like, a 3.30 kick and so you can hit the tailgate. I, I think, ideally, you're looking at a 7 o'clock kick. I think I'm a 7 o'clock guy because I think about it, like, a lot of the times after the game, I don't want to go out of the game. Uh, it's, I would I never used go to, out after a game, never. I used to. The I only time it. I did was Tennessee, and it was just because I was like, I have to do something. <laughs> But yeah, yeah I, I can't. I, I, it's not for me anymore. But if you go at a seven o'clock game, the game's over. You can be like, ah, oh, we might as well just go home, and then you go watch back to after dark. Yeah, that's true. That is ideal. And but if you do have an earlier game, like if you're the type that wants to go out after the game, feel free. It's going to be a madhouse. You're going to pay covers, but it'll still be fun. Like you still have a good time. Yeah. And then Sunday morning, get some breakfast somewhere. You know, Mama's Boys is a, is a is a crowd favorite. I wouldn't say it's my number one spot. It's not mine either, but they, I'm glad you said that. But yeah, it's it's not my favorite. Um, but what what is your favorite, Jake? I mean, I just hit the Waffle House, man. There ain't nothing wrong yeah, with that. Farm cart's pretty House. good too. Yeah, the Mayflower's not bad either. Um, let me, let Mayflower's me, uh, closing. I know it's that's sad. It's closing. Yeah, yeah, they close like literally probably like next week. They said they're closing before football <laughs> season. So I don't know why they close before football season, but um, yeah, I don't either. Let's talk about like a game day specifically, a timeline. I kind of created one. Oh, yeah. I'm going to share it. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Let's so, an ideal game day would be a game day where the college game day is in Athens. Yeah, that's true. And I would get up early in the morning and go to college game day. Because yeah. the the one time I did it was actually electric. It was for well, Arkansas. Well, a place to be. Yeah. So, quad. The city. one time you did it, you, weren't, you didn't do it for Notre Dame? No. I, oh, yeah. I, I, I went before baseball practice. No, yeah, I remember. But for Arkansas, I got there at literally five in the morning. I I did not get there that early for any of the other ones. So yeah, um, okay. Continue. All right, but and then after that, you go you go back from from game day. You don't stay. You go walk to Waffle House or something. You grab some Waffle House. Yeah. Come back to a tailgate. You drink, 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 eat, eat some drink, more. drink. <laughs> Mix in the water. Yeah, you got the TVs on. You got to have the games on. You got to have multiple games on at the tailgate. First off, don't be that guy that's passed out in the, in the Georgia in the actual no, stadium. No, don't like, be that guy. You know your limits. Experience. Know your limits. You have to watch also, the game. yeah, yeah. Know your limits, but also whatever. Pass game. out in the stadium. Um, and then, <laughs> and then unless it's UT that, Martin. Yeah, yeah. After that, you head to the game a little bit early. You got to get some decent <laughs> seats. It's game day. All right. Most it's game day. Seats. We're students. We yeah, were I know. students. Most people have their assigned seats there. I guess so. That's true. But when you're but a you student, you got to get there early, see some warm ups. You want to see oh, yeah, some warm ups. So. I like to get there a little. Early. If you have an assigned seat, I guess you can get there like forty-five, at least thirty early. before. Yeah, I, I think at least thirty is a good number. Um, and then, you know, I, you got to spell Georgia. I mean, who doesn't want to spell Georgia? <laughs> the greatest the tradition greatest on the land. Yep, that's it, man. Screw that, dude. We I'm just, we just, we just all lie every Saturday. It's just a lie. But if lie. you, it's, if it's you disgusting. go to a Georgia football game, and you don't hear the battle hymn before, then oh, you didn't go. No, I'll never forget hearing the battle hymn through my TV on that Arkansas game day. That dude, that made me want to cry. 
I was in Port Charlotte, Florida, literally hating my life. And, and when that battle hymn came through the TV, I, tears came to my eyes. <laughs> it was sick. I like that, Griff. It's a good timeline. It sounds like something I want to do. I, I, let me let me workshop one. I wouldn't say this is my ideal, but this is how mine usually goes. It, this is specialty. Like if I just have people in town, which is a lot of weekends, like I want this weekend. People are going to come for this, but like, oh my god. Okay, here let me let me just go ahead and tell you. I can see the future right now. Let me tell you how old this weekend's going to go. Jake's going to wake up right now if you're not watching on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wake up in the morning. Uh, my the floor in my couch and is going to look like a refugee camp with all my friends just <laughs> sleeping all over the place. I'm going to start kicking them one by one and telling them to get up. My my building does actually serve uh, Chick-fil-A breakfast, which is nice. So I'll go yeah. downstairs and get what? I'll go downstairs and just get like 40 chicken minis and like four biscuits. Oh, they always dude. have so much extra. That's dangerous. Yeah. So I get my food, I'll come up, I'll eat. Then we'll do a we always do mimosas. I'll do mimosas. And then uh and then we're like, "Hey, whose parents are having a tailgate?" <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Somebody volunteers, we'll all go over there, and then we'll wait before the game. We'll, we'll make our pleasantries. And uh, sometimes sometimes we go to the law school and see everybody over there. That was yeah, optional. But yeah, that's probably how the that's probably how we'll miss will shake out. Love it. By so, the way, if you haven't liked this video yet, please like while you're here. It's a quick button. Also, shout out to everybody listening on podcasts. Our numbers have been pretty high recently, so we appreciate that. That's, that's good stuff. Thank you, guys. Yes, we yes. do. All right. That's any, anything else ideal for game day? God, I can't wait. I wish I was going to be there Saturday. It's just too good. I man. don't love going to these type of games, but just being in Athens would give me a pulse of energy. Yeah, Are you going, by the way, or no? I'm not. I, I'm working on it. I might. just If it if it wasn't a 6 o'clock game, I don't know, but like maybe. Yeah, it's nice know. that it's 6 o'clock because you can get your fix with some games early in the day. and then I, I, I will gonna... say this. If I was a student, I would be there. And any student who's not going to be there and has a ticket, you suck. <laughs> oh yeah. I feel like you got to go to the opener as a student, no matter you who it is. You have to. You have to. It, it's a it's a fact. It's a fallacy. If you don't. All right. Let's get into the picks. Well, let let's recap what happened last week before we before we before we get okay. Into week zero was was a brutal stretch of football. It was um, tough for everybody. It was you know those games sucked. They really did suck, and they did. Like Notre Dame just blew Navy. Navy out. Oh, I was in I was in mid season form with the Dude. nap on the Notre Dame game, man. I woke up with like <laughs> two minutes left to go in that game, ready to roll over to the next one. It was it was beautiful. I'll take I'll take one and one last week, especially with that Notre Dame game being as big of a sweat as it was. I was like, oh my god, this is never they're never they're they're gonna just cover on their own. They're gonna hit the over on their own. You know? Yeah, I really don't feel like recapping this week, Griff. I'll just say I went one and one, you went one and one, and Jake's zero and two. Right? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Um, we don't have a punishment yet. We're gonna think of a punishment. It's gonna be a good one. Like we said, Griff will be going to Georgia Tech game this year for losing last year. He's already looking forward to that. That's gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be so fun. <laughs> All right. So as y'all know, if you watch last year, we always do four picks, two totals. Last year we did one favorite, one underdog, one over, one under. This year we're just going to do two totals and two spreads because we don't want to force you guys to take something just because we had to take an under. Maybe we don't like yeah. the unders this week. You know, we want to play. We want to put winners in your guys' hands. So we've changed the format. Who wants to kick us off for week one? I will. I like my okay. first oh, pick. I need to get I one. I do not want Jake to. Jake wants the ball. I need, Give him I the rock. I need to get back in the saddle. I need to get back in the saddle. 
I'm going with a ballsy one with my first one, too. I'm going North Texas plus seven and a half against Cal. I think Cal is going to be bad this year. North Texas has a good offense. They're playing in uh, uh, Denton, Denton, Texas. Really? Uh, Cal's – hey, y'all want to hear this? It's the softest thing ever. Cal's coach asked to move the time of the game because it's too hot in the afternoon. No way. Grind fest. I, I might take North Texas outright, but obviously for the sake of the show, I'm I taking points. Wait, <laughs> put that on the, my card. The coach asked that, like actually. Yeah, yeah. Wilcox, uh, Justin Wilcox, that's his name, right? He requested yeah. to have it moved. That's, he's, that's, he's disparaging just, your name. No relation. I'm, I'm rotten. I'm rotten. No relation to that, to that right here. Powder puff. I, I have to take them. That's horrid. I'll send. I'll send y'all the article I, I read it on because I was looking up. Um, They're like plus trend. seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, uh, I, I also, I think Cal, for the record, I think Cal is going to be bad anyways, but I Agreed. saw that and I was like, got to take it. They're conferenceless. They got bigger things to worry about right now than this season. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll go next. I did not want to lead off with this pick. And I don't expect y'all to take it, but if you want to win money, you will. But, it's not, I mean, you know, sometimes betting you have to put – you actually always have to put bias aside with betting and just look at the numbers squarely. About a month ago, I locked in one, the first one of the year. Unfortunately, this is the team I had to do it for. The Florida Gators, I got them at plus eight and a half, but I'll still play them what they are now. I think it's plus seven or plus six and a half. I saw six either, and a half. Either one. God, I sprinkled the money line just to be just to be completely blunt. Florida's going to Utah. Last year they beat Utah at home in Billy Napier's first game as a coach. This year, Florida's going to be better. Like I know a lot of people are hating on them right now and, and kicking them. They're going to be a better team than they were last year. And they're going to have a good line of scrimmage on both sides. I don't know that Utah does. It'll be solid because Utah always does, but like SEC level, it's not. Cam Rising is not going to be one hundred percent. Their their quarterback, who is very good, but he's not going to be one hundred percent. Florida's going to go in there. It's going to be a grimy, sloppy game. I thought about taking the under, but I'm just going to take the points because you know in a low scoring game, give me the points and sprinkle the money on Florida plus. Can you give me seven? Florida plus seven, and sprinkle money on. All right. You got seven. Uh, I'm actually going to take the under in that game. I, I like I'm i not confident enough in Florida to actually like win it. this game, but I'm going to take the under. I got it at 46. So uh, I, I, I don't think I don't think that What's many points are being people. scored in this game. 46. Yeah. I, I took it today. Yeah, still so. 46. Nice. Um, and then I'll go ahead and do my second pick. My second pick is going to be hmm. – I hate that I'm doing this, but I am. Hawaii plus oh, three and a half. No. I like it, Stanford. but the, I feel like I missed the train on it. I wanted to – if they were still at nine this morning, I would have took them. I feel like I might have missed the bus, but I think Stanford is going to be bad, and I do like this pick. I just want to put – Yeah, I mean, dude, I just – I can't get over watching their – the quarterback for Hawaii just dropped nukes all over the field uh-huh. on Vanderbilt all night long. I, I yeah. just can't get it out of my brain, and so I'm going to have to take them. They're on the Big Island. Yeah, you would think they win that one. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking I'm, them plus three and a half. I'm going to go ahead and send this to you, by the way. Uh, I'll read the passage for you. By the way, there are multiple reasons I like North Texas. I think their offense they were like a top 15 offense last year. They can run the ball. I, I, I think they actually have like a little bit of identity. Here's, here's This is a Cal uh, writer. The heat and humidity will be a factor, primarily because their stadium is situated such that the home team is under shade in the afternoon while the visitors will be standing in the sun. This the fact that this game has an afternoon kickoff is nearly criminal. Wah. As much as for the fans as I'm the players. Right now. 
New UNT coach Eric Morris has made a point of letting the press know he believes the weather will be to the Mean Green's advantage. And sources tell us that ESPN and Cal agreed to push the kickoff to the evening, but Morris said no. Screw. Mean Green, mean green by a million. Yeah, it's a, it, the I spread. I'm hammering the money line. Yeah, I like, I like this game. I, the thing is, I like this game before I even read that, and now I'm just like, oh yeah, this is yeah, it's a lock. Screw them. Yeah, lock that in. All right, Jake, what's your second? Uh, I am going to go. I'll stick with my other spread. I'm going to go with Penn State twenty and a half. Uh, I think West Virginia is going to be pretty bad this year. Like I like West Virginia, like as a program, but. I, I just think this is going to be a tough year. I think Neil Brown's going to be one of the first coaches that gets fired. Uh, this is, uh, if not now, win year for Penn State. Uh, I have a lot of big spreads this week, but this is – actually, I don't know if this is the one I feel the best about. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, stick, I'll stick with them. I got a couple big spreads. I took Ohio State, Tennessee, and TCU. I got faith in Penn State. I think Penn State will be decent. Uh, at least – they might come out a little bit slow, but – they should be like, – if they're not going to win anything this year, they're not going to win anything ever. Their defense should be elite. I don't think West Virginia's. I, I just don't think they're going to be a threat. It's in Happy Valley. This one should be over pretty quickly. I think 21's a safe number. Yeah, I like that. Uh, my second play, it's, it's kind of a nasty one. It's a Monday night featured game, and it's going to be Duke plus 13 against Clemson. I love um, it. Uh, I love it. Clemson, you know, they have a new OC. I think it's going to take a little bit to get going. I do think Clemson's going to be good. They're going to be better on offense this year. Um, I, I like Duke, though. Um, what's, what's the quarterback's name? Something Riley? Riley Leonard. Riley, uh, Riley Leonard, yeah. Riley Leonard, super talented guy. Can sling the rock. You know, if they put up a couple touchdowns, I think they hang within that 13 in this game. Duke's actually not going to be terrible. Um, so, I like I like the plus 13 on the, on the prime top. Yeah, I, honestly, it, this is one of those games that's like it's like the, the this doesn't make any sense game of the week. Like, why are they only thirteen point favorites against Duke? And then the other one is Louisville. It's the two ACC game. Louisville yeah. being eight point favorites against Georgia Tech makes no sense. Yeah, and then for my third pick, I will take the under in the Michigan East Carolina game. Um, with the, it's fifty one and a half with the running clock. Michigan's going to run the ball. I mean, it should be a really quick game. I don't see East Carolina scoring on Michigan much at all, if any. So, I, I like the under 51 and a half for that. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. I'm going to go with Fresno State-Purdue under 49. So, Fresno State like traditionally that. has a really good defense. Like, they allowed, like, I think under 20 points a game last year. Uh, they're returning eight starters, and 11 of their 12 starters are seniors. Um, Purdue has a new quarterback, um, their new head coach that replaced Jeff Brom, former defensive coordinator. Uh, they play, you know, Purdue always kind of plays like a physical brand of defense. I could see this one going under. Um, I like Fresno State to cover too. I have Fresno State covering as well. I think they could upset them. I like that pick. I had it written down. Um, I am going to take with my third pick, my second total, another under. I love all the unders this week. I'm freaking psycho. Big under guy. Um, but NC State UConn under 46 and a half. I think this is going to be the muckiest muck it up game I ever. Like that one. Um, so I that's just gonna, that game just it looks ugly and I think it's going to be ugly. So and then my last one, I'm going with one of the only big time games on the board this week. North Carolina minus two and a half. Wow. Over South Carolina. I love Drake May. 
I'm I'm all in on Drake May. I hope I, I hope I can get him in our, our dynasty fantasy league. Uh but I like him a lot. So Yeah. He, he's a good player. I don't know if I love the pick, but I love the player. This is a stay away for me. I just I can't yeah, get rid of this game. Either. I'm gonna stay away. You're bold for taking I might I might hit the over, but well, the, the way I look at it, the way I look at it is this. North Carolina has to be favored by two and a half for a reason. Uh, and also, I didn't look at anything else and be like, oh, yeah, that's a lock. And so I figure I yeah. have the best chance at hitting this as much as anything else. So I mean, that's, that's everything. That's all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, my last pick, I'm going to go Colorado's team total under 19 and a half. They're not scoring 20 points. They, they, <laughs> just, they just don't have it in the trenches, man. Look, I get it. I think Shadur Sanders is a good player. I think Travis Hunter is a good player. Kermani McClain, I mean, he plays defense. Um, you still don't have any trench play. You have absolutely no, no. trench play. No, you did not, dude. This is a, this team. I know this is the other side of the ball. They gave up 500 rushing yards a game last year. Almost like that's 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 criminal. I would just I would pull I would pull a gun before I let somebody run for 500 yards on me. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> a game think, too. Yeah, I think TCU is going to dominate them. Um, actually, can I change my pick to TCU? Uh, my, can I change the Penn State pick to TCU? I'm just going yeah, on TCU. I've, I've been I've been I've been hearing so many people talk about Colorado covering this week. They're like, oh, my mom yeah. says Colorado's going to cover. Well, my eyes tell me that they're not. There's just no. You've way. been I'll you've been playing in this this Colorado hate hate vendetta for all offseason. You've been ready to get it out. So I'll, I'll be I'll be fa- I'll be fading them until Vegas adjusts. Im- imagine how pissed you're going to be though if they cover. What if they win? Well, you know, if, if like I said, if you, I always tell you, if you nail two, nail two tires to my ass, you could use me as a wheelbarrow. <laughs> you got to, uh, if, if, if Colorado wins, you have to come on here and make a direct apology. You have to get a Dion jersey. Dion <laughs> Colorado jersey. All right. I, uh, I will apologize, I will say, but I'm not going to have to do that because they're not winning this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My last play, I hate, I'm not a totals guy, I'm a spreads guy. So for my last total, I'm literally, could this open in week and we all want to see some excitement? I'm finding the highest total on the board and taking the over. Um, and this week, that highest total is going to be. I'm scrolling. It's going to be in Western Kentucky, the Hilltop. I think. I think I'm taking this game too. I like uh, sixty-nine I like and a half against South Florida. You need seventy. I need seventy points. You know, Western Kentucky, the running clock. two good offenses, two Bailey Zappy and the boys. You know, he's left a legacy there. They're going to sling it around. Uh, South Florida, hopefully they can keep up. And, you know, I like high totals. That's what I want. I want some excitement. So that's my four plays. And I know we talked about doing like a like a BSB parlay route with our favorite from each one. We did. So, we yeah. did. Let's do that and tweet it out. I think if we all agree, I think my pick for the parlay is going to be Florida plus seven. I will probably do North Texas. I'll I feel like say, I feel like we all like that one. Um, North Texas. I'll do I'll do NC State UConn under. <laughs> all right. Do you, do you like that one, or do you rather? What are your other plays? What are your other plays? I have. I know you don't like North Carolina. No. I have Florida Utah under. Oh, I don't want to double right up game. on that yeah, game. You're right. You're right. Um, and then Hawaii plus three and a half. Yeah, let's do let's do the under on UConn. Right. Okay. I, I think it's a good play. I honestly think it's Yeah, I do good. like the play. I do like it. I just wanted to hear the other options. Yeah. All right, that, that's the BSB parlay. We'll tweet that out. Everybody needs to ride it. I'll make a graphic for it. It'll be neat. It's game day, guys. <laughs> Let's see that it'll be neat. It's game week. 
Uh, everybody get your minds right. Just get through this week because it's good. You know, it's back, guys. It's back. We have something to look forward to every week when we start the next weekend. So here we go. The quest for a three-peat starts this week. Get your mind right. Subscribe to YouTube and go dogs.